Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings, everyone. Hi, I'm Lisa Kay, and you are listening to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show. And uh, I was just waiting for the intro to finish, and we are streaming live on Facebook so hi everybody out there in Facebook land. Um, we're we're back, <laughs> and um, and if you want to come and see me on Facebook, I am at facebook.com/lmk88fans, F-A-N-S, and you can also find me through my website at lmk88, and you can get get to my Facebook page and get to oh gosh whatever else I'm doing out there. So. Um, we're doing, you know, all kinds of wonderful things on social media and having tons of fun, and I'm just glad you're here, and I'm all teched out, and I'm just trying to move my windows around so I can see what's going on. Um, and I'm so glad you're here on my show, and we're ready to go. So, let's see. There. Um, so, our show today is called How to Know When Your Intuition is Real or Not. Now, that's a question I get all the time. How do I know my intuition is really talking to me? How do I know that it is, um, that I'm not making it up? And what we're going to talk today about is how to know, how to know that your intuition is really talking to you. So we're going to get started with that. And uh, those of you, if you'd like to listen to the show live, um, other than Facebook, I've got um, a lot of different things going. I am a one-man, I'm a one-lady show here. I'm just trying to do everything at once. Um, got Facebook going on a live uh, broadcast, and I've got our radio show, which shows live on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday at 4 p.m. live. And you can call in, actually, and ask me a question uh, at area code 347-539-5930. And if you'd like to listen to the show, oh gosh, anywhere uh, you want, you can take the archives with you. Just go to my website and download my app, Lisa K Radio. And you know what I just found out? I just found out that we are now on Spotify. Spotify and we are on iHeartRadio. So you can get the podcast there. If you like Spotify or iHeartRadio, you can just put us in your playlist and uh, bring us with you, but the best place to get us is on my app, Lisa K Radio, and you can download that to your Android or your smartphone. So let us begin, and we're going to talk about intuition. How do you know when it's real and when it's not? So again, one of the most frequent questions that I get is, how do I know when my intuition is real, or am I just making it up? And I have the answer to that. And, the, uh, and it, it comes in two areas. One is um, knowing the characteristics of intuition, and the other is being able to experience it so you know that it's happening to you. So there are many characteristics 
of a true and real intuitive message. One is that real intuition is clear, short, short and to the point. It might be a flash of an image, um, and, the, and you find that the image is a little hard to manipulate in your mind. That's, that's an experience that I've had, is that I found that if you get an intuitive message with an image, that it's very difficult to manipulate in your mind. Uh, many times, real intuitive messages give you a stronger feeling or knowing um, that you that you know that it's it's more than just you making it up. Um, it's short. It's to the point. Uh, it's repetitive. Uh, the message is uh, very clear and you know several words. Um, go talk to that person. Turn right. Right. It's not going to be scary. It's not going to um, frighten you. Now the problem is is that intuition and the problem is that intuitive messages are very subtle and they're often overlooked. And intuition it it, it comes in speaks to you in symbols and the language of intuition is really the language of the right side of your brain. So it's symbolic. It's uh, holistic. It can be, sometimes it's words, but those can be confused with our thoughts. But again, it's short to the point. It can be a flash of an image in your mind's eye, not necessarily outside of you. People think that they have to see outside of them, but that's not true. It can be a, a subtle physical or emotional feeling. And, or it might be a three-word phrase or a few-word phrase in our heads. It's not usually very wordy. Again, it's very quick and fleeting. And many times it's so subtle that you're, you might not really be sure that it's happening. Now, I can describe to you what other people experience when they receive a real intuitive message. But you really can only know what a real intuitive message is like when you experience it yourself. So, and that's important. So the question is, how do you do that? And the way you do that is to practice using your intuition and exercising it. So let's, let's talk a little bit about how that works. You know, what's interesting is one of the most frequently searched phrases that I get all the time that people put into Google because, you know, kind of check out what people look at Google for. And with the most most frequent searched phrase about intuition is intuition exercises. Now, that's a great thing because you have to remember the key to practicing your intuition is to exercise it. Um, but practice on things that don't have high emotional value. Don't practice on major life decisions. That's not a good thing. Um, highly emotional and serious life decisions are probably the hardest to use your intuition on, but it can be done once you've practiced enough and developed your intuition skills. Now, here are some examples of some intuition exercises that you can use. So number one, you are always making minor decisions every day, practically all day. And this gives you the perfect opportunity to exercise your intuition, mostly because lots of these decisions are for small and unimportant things. For example, you're driving down a road and there's construction in the middle of the road and it splits the, rain, the lanes around it. You've seen those. 
Now you have a choice. Should I go left or should I go right? Or perhaps you come up to a toll booth and you need to choose a lane. You can ask your intuition which way is faster. And then be open for the answer that comes to you. Because an answer will always come. Here's how you notice what it might be saying to you. Do you feel a pull in one direction or another? Does one way look brighter or more attractive to you? Where did your eyes first look right after you asked the question? So those are some intuitive clues. When you have a choice to when you have any choice to make, you can exercise your intuition to see what you're drawn to, just as I explained earlier. For example, in a restaurant, uh, when, say, the bread basket comes to you, um, as you're selecting one, uh, see which one feels more appealing. Or if you're looking down the menu, see what looks more attractive, but don't use your logic to try to choose. And then when you do choose one, you can see if it was something you really, really like. You can also use your intuition when you're picking a new or a different brand, say at the grocery store, the same way. No matter how small the decision is, you're, you're always using, you're, you can always use your intuition. In fact, it might be a better practice uh, to use your intuition on small decisions because it's easier for you to play with your intuition and not worry about the outcome, which really is going to mess up your ability to receive your intuition messages and your intuitive signs. So have, you know, you can have fun with it. Play by asking your intuition in your mind, what you should choose, and then go with what pops up first in your, in your, in your mind. It could be, again, uh, where you look, what you hear, what you feel. Finding, now, I don't know why all these exercises are about eating, but <laughs> it's, a, a, well, actually two of them are here. So finding a good place to eat is another great intuition exercise. Say you're on vacation or a business trip perhaps and you're in a place you've never been before and you need to find a good place to eat. Find that perfect restaurant. And what's even better is you can use your intuition to choose what you're eating, as I mentioned earlier on the menu, especially if it's something you've never eaten before. We often make choices through logic, through deduction or figuring figuring it out. So before you deduce, before you try to use your logic, ask your intuition, what should I choose? Allow yourself to be present in the moment, open, and try to be aware of what pops up in your mind. It might be, again, a picture, a feeling, a thought, a word. You can even imagine what it would be like to, oh, I'm going to eat this one, and then allow your intuition to to go into the future. So what does that mean? Pretend you're in the future and see what, what it feels like. And go with the choice and see if it was a good one, if it was a good one when the food comes. That's the way you can validate your, the message that you got. Now, the best way to improve your intuition, as I mentioned, is to practice as often as possible. And even better is doing the intuition exercises with someone else. So if you can find someone who's willing to practice with you, that's great. Or you can join a class. Uh, and you'll likely find um, other people who are like you to practice with. When I teach Developing Your Intuition Level 1, I make sure that we do lots and lots of intuition exercises, both with each other and both alone, so people can kind of get a feel for, for both of them. So I wanted to talk a little bit about intuition development groups or circles, intuition circles, development circles. 
and um, it, because some of you may know about them, some of, might not, but they're, they're a good way to practice your intuition. So a development group or a circle is a group of people who want to get together to practice their intuition for the purpose of improving themselves, you know, doing these exercises together. Uh, a lot of people look for them, and sometimes it's easy to find, sometimes not. And being in a development group is a very powerful way to boost your intuition skill really fast and really quickly, just with regular practicing with other people. Now, these groups are generally led by someone who knows how to conduct what's known as a development circle. And the group usually meets on a weekly, you know, a regular basis. So it could be uh, weekly, uh, monthly. Weekly is, is nicer, is better. And the format of the circle activities often vary greatly. Some are going to include a meditation or an energy healing during their meetings. Um, and usually the focus of the meeting is to do the exercises and develop your intuitive skills. Now, the group might do an exercise all together as a group or you might pair off into pairs where you could do the exercises with one other person. Development circles come in two types. They come in closed or open. An open circle is where anyone can join, join and just show up. A closed one is by invitation only, so you can only join by invitation. You have to know somebody there. And usually, like, a member of the group might ask a friend to join and then make a request to the, the group to see if they'll, you know, let them in. Um, if you're looking for a group, you can go on to Meetup. You can, um, there are a few of them out there on Facebook. Uh, I have one that is open, so anybody who wants to join can join. Um, a couple things to note, it's important to find a circle that you feel comfortable with. These groups are usually closed circles of people who have been together for a very long time and they're kind of, you know, tight-knit and they're not always welcome of strangers. Um, so if you know a friend who's in one already, it's a little easier to get in. Open circles are more welcoming, but uh, a lot of times the members just go come and go more frequently. So it's a little, you know, you give and take what the pros and cons are. Now, development groups or circles can be a great way to hone your skills in a safe environment because everybody's there to learn. So if you're with somebody who's learning and, uh, you know, you know that um, it's, it's okay, you're not reading for the public, so to speak, um, and it's a comfortable, more comfortable environment. And you might find that your skills uh, increase to a, a so-called master level, faster than if you were practicing alone. Now, I've been in a group for years, and I've watched other people, um, their skills just skyrocket, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And I've also led a group for years. And if you find one near you and you want to meet in person, that works. Otherwise, you could do it online. Uh, I have an intuition development circle that meets every week, and we do intuition exercises. And in this group, I work with everyone uh, as a group and individually. Uh, it's a small group. And I help people find out what their intuition symbols are and how you might be missing your hits because, you know, you're new. And I, I can see where the hits are and you might not. Um, it's a great way to figure out what your symbols are and also get some help from some, you know, highly skilled intuitives. And if you're interested, you can go to my website and sign up uh, for, it's a small fee per month, and it's actually you know, pretty 
inexpensive for the four weeks that we get together. Um, and we have a great group. And it's also, again, a way to really hone your skills by doing exercises. It's uh, um, not meant to be a course, but uh, that's a different a different thing that you can sign up for, but it's it's more for to, to exercise it. So anyway, to and you can go to my website at lmk88.com. So to sum it up, these are different ways you can exercise your intuition that are easy. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I, I gave you three things, um, and also you can try to find others to work with. But, of course, you're going to need to learn um, a good intuition technique, how your intuition can come to you, and the ways you can experience intuition. And some of my articles on my blog posts and my book explain all of these things. So I suggest you go and read those or watch a video or two. I explain this. Um, And that way you're prepared to do an exercise. Otherwise, you're sitting there not knowing how it might come to you. And there are very clear, and I went over some of these things today. Um, And also, if you want, you can get uh, some weekly tips on intuition. Again, sign up for my newsletter. It's free. And you'll get something once a week. And keep you in the mode. You know, that's the other thing with developing your intuition and eventually knowing whether it's real or not is by remembering to practice and remembering to use your intuition to be aware of it. And that's what the tips are, are good for So check it out, um, or you can go and get some newsletters from me. It goes right to your inbox. Just go to lmk88.com or lisakintuition.com. That might be easier to remember. So there you have it. There we are. This is uh, that was our show. We're we're um, on the air until um, every week. Let's see. Uh, I should be back next week. I've got a wonderful guest. We've got guests coming in, and then. we are going to be on a break because I'm going to come to L.A. We're going to the Conscious Life Expo, and I'll be there all weekend and during the week. So check out my events at my website, lmk88.com. I'm Lisa Kay. You've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth, Conscious Living for Your Soul. Thank you for listening, everyone. Angel blessings to you, and bye on Facebook. See you later. <laughs>